So that's my that's my number one jump. <sighs> number one jump wow. Case. I would like to go back to a few minutes ago when I didn't know that that was your number one jump. <laughs> my God. It's video games. <laughs> we talk about Jerry Seinfeld way too much on this podcast. It is weird, given that like I don't, I don't really listen to Jerry Seinfeld stand up, nor do I watch Seinfeld with any regularity. You are you purposely saying Seinfeld right now? I tried or to say Seinfeld, just... and my brain will not let me. It just it's will not just... happen. You, you've made Jerry Seinfeld mad at some point in time, and he like incepted, <laughs> he's me. He's, he's incepted Seinfeld into your brain. I want to conjure the words, but the madness behind them <laughs> will not let me say it. Yeah. Um. Yeah. No. I don't. I don't really like this. Jerry does not occupy a big space in my in my life, so it is no. weird that we bring him up with with regularity. I've seen maybe like ten episodes of Seinfeld in my life. <laughs> They're good. I'm not, I'm yeah. Not a, I'm not a Jerry hater, but no, no. He just he does come up quite often in the cast. Are we just dunking on Jerry? I don't feel like it's dunking. I don't want to dunk on Jerry. I, I said I thought Seinfeld was good. The episodes I've seen. It's just it's weird that we talk about him so much <laughs> when neither of us are like Jerry stands and it's yeah. like a Jerry podcast. Pretty much every other like ongoing reference or meme that we have is relevant, right? Like Hideo coming up so often, mm-hmm. the the old gods appearing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. French and Tony then and fucking yeah yeah big big buck hunter um baldur's gate <laughs> baldur's gate but also jerry yeah maybe there's there may i wonder if there's some hidden meaning under here that we're going to discover on like episode 100 what the real meaning behind jerry is or the hidden jerry seinfeld video game so it's like a hallmark movie a hallmark holiday movie but instead mm-hmm. of discovering the true meaning of christmas we, we discover the true meaning of jerry seinfeld <laughs> references on our podcast <laughs> it's a hunt it's a hunt for the power of the blood is jerry an old god let me just let me just ask that question now gerald or perhaps jerem jeremos jeremos (laughs) jeremos oh my god um oh yeah the podcast uh it is video game podtimism is the name of this one uh it's the optimist's video game variety show where two best friends talk about the wonderful world of gaming and not jerry Although I guess by the sheer amount that we talk about it, maybe maybe it is about also that. Also, Jerry. My uh, people call me Chase. Oh, Jerry calls me David. <laughs> so you know him. First name basis, baby. You heard <laughs> sure. it here first. Have you met him in person or is this just like a spiritual knowledge? Uh, we have a telepathic connection. Okay. Does he know about it? <laughs> well, I guess so. If he's going to call you David. Yeah. I got nothing else to say about that. <laughs> That's fine. We can talk. Let's move on to actual video games. Yeah, we can do that. Uh, Have you been playing those, David? I have been. Might you tell me about them? I've been boring, and I'm playing the two same games. That's okay. That's not boring. That's what video games do. It's my peanut butter and jelly sandwich right now. Yeah, talk to me. Always satisfies. Rocket League. Jahan came back. Went on the biggest win streak I've ever been on. Oh wow! With the bros. Hard to hard to leave after that. I've had those streaks where like you start to lose pretty badly afterwards, and you're like, oh no. Yeah. It's over. Yeah, no, Jahan came over and he f- he uh fiddled with my control settings mm-hmm. and made them good. And for so, you or for him? Uh he's like, This is what I do. 
mm. and like all the sensitivities and stuff and just try to make it like how he plays and i was like sure. oh this is so much better because you said this you had messed better. with it a little bit I'd a couple of weeks ago bit, but i hadn't gone the, i hadn't gone all the way you hadn't gone plus plus ultra i went plus he, he let me go plus ultra <laughs> i went i got i discovered the power of ultra instinct through yeah. Jahan. <laughs> so and many, now i'm actually <laughs> huh? so many fucking dragon ball super <laughs> references every single week <laughs> That's who I am, man. It's just who I, I just who I am. Yeah, I'm definitely not saying it's just you. It, I mm-hmm. like I participate in this on my sleeve. Word on my sleeve. Yeah. So yeah, we probably won like eight out of ten games Ooh. when we played together the other day. Juicy in competitive, which was real good. Mm. So now yeah. instead of just like being neutral, yeah, and like not adding to winning or losing, I add a little bit to winning now. You're a critical part of the team. I don't know if I would say critical. But I am a contributing member of this team now. I'm I'm your biggest Rocket League cheerleader. I'm here to say that David is good Thank you. at Rocket League. Thank you, Chase. Yeah. I appreciate that. Yeah. I try my hardest. <laughs> Truly try my hardest at this game, and I just whiff it so often still. But anyways, yeah, getting yeah. better. Mm-hmm. Um, and then still Hades. Oh, yeah. Deep, deep in Hades. I'm very cool with this being your other half right now because yeah. I want I, I want you to talk about your experience with this game. I, mm-hmm. I love hearing about it. It's just it, it's it always there's always something new, which is yeah. surprising. Whether it's yeah. dialogue or like a new layout of of weapons or discovering mm-hmm. one of the secret aspects of the weapons and using yep. those. Very cool. Those very cool. cool. Discovering Erebus. Erebus, the place where you fight Charon. Oh yeah! For the first time, you're like, oh, I thought I was just gonna steal some stuff from him, but I I know. Did you? I I don't know if you did this or not, but when I first saw the option to steal, I was like, oh, that feels kind of bad. Like he's been my homie like the whole time. I mean, he's just kind of there. You don't know like what he says. He could be just cursing you out the whole time. Yeah, I I guess I buy something. You shit. I usually interpret his moaning as something good. So I, I kept giving it's him a very all of optimistic my, like, way to look at it, Chase. Yeah, I guess that's true. There's it's a reason true. this is the podcast we have. It's a, it's a reason. But no, I was a bad boy. And I'm like, 300 bones is pretty good. So I yeah. got to try mm-hmm. see what happens. And then immediately, nope, hissing at me. And then I'm gone. Yeah. <laughs> so I have never beaten him. I've never oh, tried really? that hard. Like I usually don't go and try and fuck with him. What happens if you lose? You just die? I think so. I, I just died, if I remember correctly. Like, he sent me all the way back. It, in fact, yes, I know. Because uh, Hypnos was like, oh, shit, Charon killed you. What the fuck? <laughs> when I came back up. Uh, no, I took him out. Oh, really? Wow. Yeah. Um, what happens when you beat him? Uh, you get a voucher for 20% off. <laughs> Forever? Or just like... Just that uh, run. Oh, okay. That's not too bad. That's cool. That's pretty good. Yeah. And you get like... And I think you also get the 300 gold the thing you stole yeah yeah like a bad boy i was i was a real bad boy in that <laughs> game but hey it paid off because i got yeah. a bunch of real cheap boons at the end oh yeah shit because like right at the end there's all those things you can buy mm-hmm. um have you beaten your dad yet yeah, i've beaten him a couple times now yeah okay cool like three or four times i think i've beaten hades he's still pretty hard each time you go yeah. and fight him it's it's definitely not a cakewalk like no even after no. you've done it yeah even if you've done it and after you've like upgraded your weapons Mm-hmm. I just need more Titan blood. I need more blood. <laughs> Always on the hunt for blood. Yep. But now, still a very fun game. I got the spear, the Guan Yu spear. Mm-hmm. That one's hard to play with. I like. I have a trouble, uh, troubled time. That's the one where you like, uh, you hold and you can recover health. Is that correct? Yeah, your health is way reduced when yeah. you when you get it. But if you hold the spin attack, yeah, it'll go and steal life from other people. 
Right. I usually just get my ass kicked. Like I'll get into one room where a lot of damage is being output and I just get blasted. Uh-huh. Um, I almost beat I almost beat Hades with it. Dang. All the way to Hades with it. I don't think yeah, I don't think I've even come close with Guan Yu. I feel like I always at least get to like Theseus. Yeah. Like through Theseus at this point. Although he's kind of a bastard sometimes. Yeah, I like I really struggled with him every now and then especially with like specific weapons and like weapon types mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. um if you can kind of hit and run that's usually my game yeah like i'll try and take down minotaur first and then beat him up afterwards but like it's not easy yeah if i if i'm wearing like if i'm using the fists i usually have yeah. a pretty tough time with with theseus yeah. when i have to especially like, because close. like so much of the fists depends on like stunning and punching people against the wall and shit like that yeah and it just doesn't work out with him no. because he's got that shield that just blocks everything it's so yeah. annoying yeah God, he's such a he's such an ass too Ugh, he's the worst yeah he's not great it's it's fun i love this game I get I get major Zap Brannigan vibes from him or Captain Cork <laughs> vibes from him, you know? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Like way overconfident brownie boy. Yep. Trying to be goody two shoes, but he's only doing it because he loves accolades attention. and attention. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's true. Cool. Uh, is, what what else about this game? Like, do you have uh, how are your character relationships going and all that sort of stuff? They're 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 going well. I'd say yeah. I'm definitely still the the biggest homies with achilles yeah i'm very i'm very judicious about who i give nectar to oh really i don't give nectar to a lot of homies interesting i've never given it to hades that's for sure oh no yeah no not not for bad dad yeah not for bad dad i gave it to him once just to see like what do you do when i give this to you mm-hmm. total dick so i didn't give it to him anymore until yeah. much much later yeah i might give some more to like nix mm-hmm. or maybe maybe dusa dusa deserves a raise I'd say. Yeah, no, absolutely. She's working all the time and yeah. very, very hard. Yeah. So I'll probably give more to them, but I'm curious to see what the little heart with a, with a key does. Oh yeah. Still can't, still can't do that. And I'm saving some of my ambrosia to see what happens there. Cause it says you can give it to people, but I, I'm not there yet. Oh yeah. Can't you have to like, give a certain amount to before you can get there. Yeah. So we'll see. Hell yeah. There's still so much game. I'm like, surprised by i was surprised and i'm again surprised by how far you are into it and how there is still a lot of game to be played despite like you've beaten the boss like i feel like i've played it pretty consistently mm-hmm. for a couple weeks now yeah and it's just ain't quitting yeah and like there there's a point i don't know how many runs but like there's a point where like credits roll Mm. and like you could consider that the end of the game and like i was still playing like still after doing that i was like yeah this is still a very fun game and like Mm -hmm. i don't really have anything else in sight that's gonna get done but like there's new dialogue every time i come down here and like there's no dialogue every time uh yeah it's it's like not you know not groundbreaking every time or Mm -hmm. like maybe it's something that you know they've kind of said before but like there's a lot of new story and new characterization that they're doing very frequently well it's uh it's pretty impressive the amount of dialogue they put into the game yeah i i i I do want to like look into it a little bit more at some point because i'd love to see like you know the the dev diaries of like just the sheer amount of content that is in this video game yeah like is it each time that you go to the the first boss dungeon you fight one of the furies and he says yeah. like hmm, who's gonna be this time or he's like oh i'm guessing it's electo mm-hmm. like is that just randomly generated each time yeah i don't know like because sometimes he's right and sometimes he isn't yeah <laughs> like, he's, he's often not right <laughs> yeah so I, I don't know it, it must be but i i wonder just like you know if they're seeding a certain number of dialogue things and like okay so 
you know, we seeded this number at the beginning. So you're going to get this dialogue and that dialogue and this room and that room and all that sort of shit. Um, but there's gotta be some complex fucking algorithms in there to determine like, you know, they've seen this already, or they've talked to this person already. Um, and, and you know, shit d- does repeat if you've seen somebody a ton, but like, you know, there's still so much. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, it's it's nuts. It's, it's a very an, good game. It's an impressive amount of content. Yeah, for sure. Cool. Yeah, and that's that's it. That's all I've been playing lately. Great. A little that's peanut cool. butter and jelly sandwich. Yeah. Uh, what about you? What have you been playing? I have been playing video games, and I will now tell you about them. All of them. <laughs> all of them. Um, it's actually not, not the laundry list that I typically have. Okay. But there are a few. Uh, I have shamefully, regrettably fallen back into Slay the Spire, David. I saw that the other day. Oh my god, yeah. I just couldn't stay away, man. Like you love it. I was it's it's such a good calming before bed game for me. Mm-hmm. I was realizing that I was playing too much Fire Emblem before bed and like Fire Emblem just demands a little bit more of me mm-hmm. from my brain mm-hmm. that I'm like this is a new map and some new stuff that I don't really know what to do. I got to strategize and think about it. Slay the Spire, I'm almost on autopilot of like just kind of making decisions every now and then, but not really sure. all that much is going on. Uh-huh. So I've, I've started playing that again. It's still, it's still a very good game. Wow. I wish there were more of those like uh, deck building roguelikes that were on uh, Switch. Uh-huh. Like I would just, I, I think it's in the plan, but like I really need Grifflands to be released for the Switch. Yeah. It's just, it's so good. It's and I want to play it more. Yeah. I'm pretty sure it is. I'm pretty sure it's coming, but mm. come on, you guys. It's such a good video game. Yeah. I feel like, I feel like Slay the Spire is your version of Free Cell is for my mom. Mm. Free Cell is for my mom. Mm-hmm. Remember my mom playing Free Cell all the time as a kid? I do actually, yeah. She would come home from work and probably play Free Cell for like an hour or two every night. Damn. Like she put tens of thousands <laughs> of hours into that game. It would like She's keep track expert. of how many games you played at the bottom. Yeah. It's so many. It's so <laughs> many for her. I mean, of all the stress releasing activities, mm-hmm. Free Cell is not a bad one. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like uh, virtual if, Free if, Cell. Don't even have to worry about putting the cards away. Yeah, yeah. Just do it. It is true. It it calms me down, and uh, it is not a very surprising video game at this point, but still is quite good. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So there's that. Um, I also, over the weekend, played a little bit of Mario Party, Super Mario Party, mm. in fact. For the still, Switch. For the Switch, um, I am fully vaxxed, and I hung out with some folks who are vaxxed as well. Mm. We hung out indoors. What a world. My goodness. I know. It's, it's wild. Genuinely, it was like very like, holy shit the uh you know we don't talk about corona all that much here but like it was it was a relief to be able to both socialize with people not worry about too much about like being too close i can kind of just like do the human thing of talking to people and (laughs) socializing yeah um so that was cool and of course uh at the end of every conversation is a video game mario party so we did play that which was good i i think the discourse online is a little interesting about mario party super mario Mm -hmm. party Mm -hmm. um I feel like a lot of people don't like it, and I understand why. Yeah, um, there's like four maps, and one of them is like not very good. <laughs> sure. And so I, I can see how the game could feel fairly small and like not neutered, but like just not the the size of what you would want. Yeah. Um, and I yeah. get that, but I think there is a lot to love about it, and like it's it, maybe it's just like I I like this style of of Mario Party, but it's it felt like a return to form. A little mm. bit of like we know what is fun about yeah, Mario Party again. Yeah, they weren't doing the shared move motion or movement that they did with some of the past ones, like on the Wii or anything like that, right? Yeah, for a little while there, you were in like a cart and you were all moving in the same direction at the same time, and you essentially just like got to the end. And like, in it was an interesting take on it. I didn't like hate it, mm-hmm. uh, but it 
definitely felt like a departure from what normally makes a Mario Party game good. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. yeah uh, I, I I still like it quite a bit. I played uh, per usual as DK. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. DK's dice block is a real uh, shit show. Like it. So in Super <laughs> Mario Party, uh, I guess. Do I need to explain what Super Mario Party is? Do people not know what this video game is? Explain it anyways. It is a board game, mostly, where you like go around a board and you land on tiles that give you certain things, like coins or subtract them or some weird challenge. And you're trying to get the most stars. You have to pay 10 coins for a star. And like it moves every now, now and then around the board. So you're just kind of going around and trying to get, get these... Uh, get the stars Mm -hmm. and then there's mini games in between each like round essentially of play which are quite fun and generally most of these games involve a significant amount of fuckery of uh trying to essentially stick your foot out and trip the other people around you not really but like metaphorically it's like if if anybody's familiar with settlers of Catan, the board game it's kind of like that but video game version Mm -hmm. and with mini games in a way at least socially it is yeah i think the 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 social aspects (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah exactly i think the board game plays out a little bit differently but yeah the the social aspects and sort of testing where your alliances lie mm-hmm. is is definitely in there which i really like i think the the meta game around mario party is really interesting and fun anyway each character has their own dice block in mario super mario party mm-hmm. uh dk's is on the zero there is a plus five coins and you go nowhere meaning like you don't you go zero spaces uh-huh. and you get plus five coins okay the Two, three, and four are all also zeros. So, like, you can roll those and go nowhere. Oh, my God. And then the five and the six is ten. So, like, huge risk, huge reward. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Uh, And so, in typical Mario Party fashion, that is the only one I use. You can use the one (laughs) through six if you want to, but... You just have to trust in the game. Did it Did it provide? Uh, The first game we played, I went... The first four turns, I rolled a zero. Um, And so I I was... uh, Halfway through the game, I had not moved from the starting position. Damn. Went on to win that game. Very, very pleased with that one. Yeah, we got all the the bonus stars or whatever. A little bit. I I was also, like, winning the mini game, so I made a bunch of money. Um, The bonus stars are a little bit interesting. So normally in in Mario Party, or at least the older ones, at the end of the game, you have, like, bonus stars. And I think it was consistently, like, whoever won the most mini games... Um, and then whoever had the most money or something like that. Mm-hmm. This one, typically, they switch it up a little bit more. Like, there's differences in what they give the the, the stars out for. Yeah. It's like unlucky uh, star of, like, somebody who landed on the most bad spaces or the most, oh. like, uh, like exclamation points or went the farthest or anything like that. Mm-hmm. So it is it does switch it up a little bit. So it's not just, like, a done deal that if you win the mini games you win. But, uh, yeah, won, won the first one, lost the second one. Yeah, that was it. Mario Party's good. It is good. Good it game. is good. I do wish they had released a couple of more maps. That would have been pretty cool. A little variety was always nice. Yeah. Yeah. I'm also playing new Pokemon Snap for the Ooh. Nintendo Switch. Okay. Playing that. Worth a um, worth a perch? Worth um a perch? I will describe it and my experience with it, and you can decide for yourself. Okay. I uh it is another Pokemon Snap video game. <laughs> is this is this game? Uh, so if you liked the first one and you would like a new glossy version of that video game, this is it. And it delivers on that pretty well. You get to go in a little cart and take pictures of Pokemon and throw and some little apples at Pokemon to get them to react. 
It's great. It's Pokemon Snap. All right. I mean, genuinely, yeah. Like it's it. I I really like it. It's really charming. I think uh, it's a very weird idea for a video game. Uh, and so, <laughs> yeah. like that that part of it, I enjoy just on its face of like who, why, why is this? And that that drives a lot of joy for me. It's just like a Pokemon Safari, essentially. It is, but why? <laughs> like, why, so why do weird. people go on safaris, Chase? See cool animals. There you go. I guess see cool Pokemon, but it is still a video game. Well, you can't go to a real life Pokemon Safari. You could make like a VR experience. Let's get on I a guess. Japan, make my <laughs> make animatronic Pokemon, and have a, a little cart you drive through on. Or make real Pokemon. Whoa! Welcome to Pokemon Park. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! What would be the giant Pokemon that would eat everybody? Just a big Pikachu. A big, <laughs> big Pikachu. Pikachu. Dynamax Pikachu. <laughs> Big, yeah, big, just big Pikachu. Big Pikachu. Carnivorous um, big Pikachu. Hungry for human meat. Oh, God. <laughs> yes. Uh, I don't, I'm trying to like think of what to say about Pokemon Snap other than it is Pokemon Snap. I enjoy it. It feels good to play. The pictures that I take bring me joy to look at. What's the your Pokemon... favorite pick so far? Who's in your favorite pick? Hmm... I got a very good buff buffalant, boof buffalant. I thought you were gonna say Buck Bumble. <laughs> I got a very good Buck <laughs> Bumble. He made a cameo as a Pokemon. Uh, no, uh, there was a good buff buffalant. I, I I I haven't spoken this word out loud to anyone yet, so I'm sorry if I'm tripping over it. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, it was like sleeping and cute, mm. and it was really nice. That's it had like, like a it was like a buffalo Pokemon. It's a buffalo, but is it is it is it an ant buffalo? No, it's just big. The Bidoofs in this game are overwhelmingly cute. Overwhelmingly. Oh my god. Like (laughs) you can't handle it? They've been cute in the other video games, but like just seeing them like hopping around and shit and they got their goofy little faces on. I see them like building dams and shit's just Mm -hmm. it's a lot. So a lot of the the Bidoof pictures go straight into my saved album. All right. Nice. So yeah, it's it's good. I think like like I said, if if you're looking for a wreck about whether or not to get it, if you liked the first Pokemon Snap, you will like this one. Mm-hmm. It is just how much you want to invest in that experience, I think. Sure. I could I could see somebody who like maybe wasn't sure or was on the fence and feeling a little underwhelmed, a little, because the game isn't huge. It's not earth shattering. But if you liked the other one, or if you're just like curious about foot photography based pokemon video games then <laughs> this might be it because it is it is fun it is good um i will say the pokemon uh photo analysis at the end of the level they really don't give a shit about any of the rule of thirds or any sort of composition it's like oh really? yeah hell yeah right in the middle love that picture they just, just want it to be right, right in the middle right right in the middle and big that's nothing it? <laughs> like usually you get the most points for just being really close and it being right in the middle you should have an expert mode on there where it actually cares about like composition yeah comp yeah. like you have to submit it and shigeru miyamoto gets it in his his inbox can you share photos online with other players uh i think so i think you have to yeah. be like friends with them but yeah you can there's like a there's an online thing there's a tab on in in the research center called your space and you get to post pictures there Ah, that's a that's an inside joke for all the millennials now i wonder if it was intentional or not or if they just were like this is your space and then all how the... could that not be intentional <laughs> when it's a file sharing like 
social yeah. website it's got to be intentional yeah. a little bit maybe i don't i don't know I, the, the, the decisions that nintendo sometimes makes i never <laughs> cast them as being intentional with something so that's, that's fair that's sometimes fair. they just stumble into greatness mm-hmm. other times it's on purpose but sometimes it is a myspace joke for pokemon snap mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. uh the last game that i've been playing david yes it is the new playstation 5 release returnal oh you've been playing that one huh I've been playing that video game. Is it good? Um, I will also describe this video game. You can decide whether or not you like (laughs) it or not. So the jury's out is what I'm hearing. A little bit. I have such conflicted feelings about this video game. Okay. So uh, let's see. To describe it, uh, it is a roguelike for PlayStation 5. Mm -hmm. Uh, the, The pitch is essentially like your character crash lands on an alien planet and like initially it's very confusing and like you're essentially just trying to get to these markers that she's pointing you towards to like figure out what's going on um but if you die then you uh return to the moment you are like crashing on the planet and just start over again sure and the the character herself like acknowledges like well that was fucking weird like Mm -hmm. i just woke up here again and so there's like some continuity at least story-wise from from run to run of Mm -hmm. sort of trying to investigate what's going on i don't like know if you were like paying attention to this game at all beforehand, but I was kind of watching this whenever, whenever, when they announced it and like um, the lead up to it. And I thought that it was going to be a very different video game than it would, than it is. Sure. Um, it sort of marketed itself as being a like very atmospheric and like almost story driven kind of moody video game. Uh-huh. And it is that like, there's definitely parts of that, but it is like a very crunchy and mechanically driven roguelike crunchy Um, yeah like there's just a lot of moving parts and mechanics in there that i kind of wasn't expecting Hmm. um not that that's a bad thing i i typically like that stuff more anyway so like it's not that any of that is bad it's just something that i was like well i'm kind of surprised that like there's as much shooting as there is and uh as much like like there are as many like map based mechanics and like upgrade mm-hmm. systems and sure uh i guess spoilers for the first little bit but you get like a red glowing samurai sword which is just bananas i saw that yeah yeah so there's that uh it makes great and frequent use of the uh, uh playstation 5 controller there's a lot going on in there with it that's cool okay um yeah so like essentially uh the the biggest things that i can think of are um or the biggest usages of it are the on your left trigger essentially there's a little bit of resistance between halfway down and fully down when Mm -hmm. you're like pulling the left trigger and halfway down gets you like to your regular aim and shoot fully down gets you to your like alt fire essentially Mm. um and then your right trigger i think it does have a little bit of resistance but you know it's mostly just shoot over there yeah and so it's uh I thought it would be harder to kind of just suppress the trigger a little bit, but because it does have the resistance about halfway through, it is kind of nice to be able to switch very quickly by just like pushing harder. Um, that's cool to like suddenly switch into all fire. Yeah, definitely. Um, the other big thing that they do is just a significant amount of rumble. (laughs) Like yeah, (laughs) every interaction has rumble in this video game. All right. Like the, the rain hitting your suit is like just little tiny tippy tappies on the Mm. controller. Um, which is cool. The there's a very interesting like heuristic that they have in here, or like I guess design idea of you can hear your ammo being depleted. Like hmm. the uh, you play Demon Souls a little bit. Like the controllers can make a little bit of sound with oh, the I, I the rumble. Demon Souls more than a little bit, baby. 
Yeah, uh, but but you know what I'm talking about, where yeah. like the rumble can can generate some kind of sound with it. Yeah, um, and essentially when you're shooting, there's a physical and auditory signifier of like, hey, you're running low on ammo. Like it starts with like a uh, kind of higher pitched rumble, and then goes down to low until it's like it's time to reload now. Interesting. Okay. So like a and then it's out or whatever. Huh. Um, and so I thought that was interesting is like a, a mechanic of, of a, another way to remind you essentially that like, Hey, your clip's almost out mm-hmm. rather than just like a flashing thing on the screen. Yeah. Yeah. It when I was playing it, it reminded me a lot of like those first few years when 3d was being introduced in movies mm-hmm. and it was like just everywhere for sure. a little while. Sure. Sure. Like they're making judicious or uh, non-judicious judicious use of the rumble. Like yeah. it's just in everything how much rumble do people want that's what they're trying to figure out i guess so yeah and i like it's kind of a new toy so like might as well check it out but like Mm -hmm. um it does feel like a lot and so i suspect that a lot of these first generation games will definitely or like first little bit of the new generation Mm -hmm. um will be looked upon as like they they used a lot of this and i think there it's it's unlike 3d movies there is a pretty good use for it Mm -hmm. like the 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 feedback stuff is really cool and like being able to communicate information non-visually i think is really interesting and like is sort of something that you couldn't do without it Mm -hmm. but there's just there is a lot of it so sure my uh, playstation 5 controller has been dying pretty quickly (laughs) yeah there is a lot of like inspiration that this scheme is drawing from um, mm-hmm. i think just mostly from other roguelikes mm. uh the very first time you wake up it's very outer wilds you like are staring at the at space and like take a huge deep breath and like are looking up at the stars mm-hmm. which like is just like frame for frame the first couple of seconds of outer wilds and i thought that was kind of a cool nod to that game intentional or not did they also do that game uh no no they didn't no. but it's like another sort of like narrative driven roguelike mm-hmm. so yeah there's that essentially how the game plays out is like you're going through these like kind of procedural generated maps like they're all essentially using the same building blocks of rooms mm-hmm. um kind of like hades right like where yeah. you you've seen these rooms before they're just sort of in a different configuration yeah yeah and uh there's like aliens that you have to go like fight and you know you get upgrades to your weapons through a specific run or you get items that you can use it is uh quite difficult okay. the, the game itself like i've really got my ass kicked mm-hmm. and uh th- like that's definitely intentional um mm-hmm, they like say mm-hmm. in the beginning like hey this game is hard kind of be prepared okay um and so like fair warning yeah fair warning i think i think this is the, the like this is kind of the part that i'm the most torn about because and i'll talk about this in a second but like some of the narrative stuff is pretty cool and really draws me in and makes me want to keep playing but uh you really do get just the fucking floor wiped with you sometimes mm-hmm. like you'll walk into a room underpowered and there's a lot of dudes in there and just get that's absolutely it. blasted that's it for that yeah. run yeah. yeah, and I get that that's part of a roguelike in general, but it is really, really difficult. Sure, um, so too so, punishing sometimes. Yeah, uh, uh, we talked about this a little bit last week of like how when you die in Hades, there are rewards at the end of that. Yeah, <laughs> like it doesn't feel like your progress has been inhibited completely. It's mm-hmm. like, well, I didn't get to the end of that part of the video game, but now I can go talk to everybody and see what they say, and I've got new stuff to upgrade and like. Mm-hmm. It kind of feels like there's there's a reward at the end of that tunnel, whereas like a lot of the times I'll die and just be like, oh my god, like that was so long of a run that I just fucked up. And you don't get um, anything to, like to continue progressing at the end. That's sort of the the main difference I've seen people talk about is that the meta progression, like the progression between runs, isn't really there. Mm-hmm. There's some stuff. There's items that you can unlock that like you know unlock for the rest of the runs that you can get, or like you know some stuff 
that you get after beating like bosses like oh you can hold two items now rather than one but like sure. it is not nearly the amount of meta progression that you find in something like um hades or like rogue legacy where you're upgrading like your your base damage stats or anything sure i know that some of the um the criticisms that people have leveled at those video games are that you know it's kind of a cheap way to do it of like well you can just kind of you know face roll until you get enough points Mm-hmm. to uh you know upgrade your person to the point where like maybe you didn't have to get good at the game you just had to you know play it enough and then you can beat it yeah i really don't have that problem with with these kind of games like i, I do kind of prefer the meta progression of like i am getting better but also my my swords are doing more damage yeah. and so it does become a little bit easier and so yeah i'm, I'm conflicted about that stuff um because i do want to play it like mm-hmm. I, I sort of am wandering around during the day, like, oh, I bet I could do a good run. Like if I just went over here and did this thing, I'm like, I got this new uh, ability that lets me get to different parts of the map and shit like that. Sure. Um, it's got a little bit of, you know, Metroidvania stuff in there uh-huh, uh, uh-huh. where you can unlock different parts of things to get you different upgrades and shit. So cool. There's a lot to it. Um, but yeah, it's, it's very punishing. <laughs> I've also like, I haven't run into this yet, but I have seen a lot of people online, like their game crashes and the game doesn't have like an auto save oh no um and so like if you're doing a hour-long run and your game crashes like sorry oh my god gamer nightmare (laughs) not great yeah jeez Um, i have not run into this yet so like i can't speak to the frustration quite as much but Mm -hmm. like i know how that feels sucks so i i hope that they're able to patch that kind of stuff out because i would like to have a conversation about this game at large that isn't just like game sucks crashes too much sure yeah that's that's not that's not productive in any way shape, no form. yeah no definitely by far for me the most interesting part or maybe not the most interesting but a really cool part of it um is this like narrative stuff that they're doing uh-huh. there is this i don't think this is spoiling anything but like you know one of the rooms in the first biome that you go to is uh this like literal house that just shows up Ooh, spooky yeah very spooky and whenever you go into it it sort of locks you into first person mode the rest of it's in third person but it like pulls you into first person mode and suddenly turns into like a environmently environment storytelling like explore exploration game okay um, reminds me a lot of pt uh, pt and gone home are definitely the two because uh-huh. Gone Home, you know, wasn't very scary. It, it's essentially like what you thought Gone Home would be in the first hour where you were like unsure. Like, is this a ghost situation? Wait, what's what's Gone Home, Chase? Um, uh, Yeah, we've talked about this a little bit, but like it's essentially the storytelling sort of interactive walking simulator video game that came out in like 2011 or whatever, mm-hmm. um, where you like are wandering through a person's home. I think it's your home in the in the in the game, your family's home. And sort of just like discovering what has happened to this family over the course of, you know, a year or something like that. Mm -hmm. And it's mostly driven by like the stuff you can interact with and like the the environment and how these people have lived. And so you are told the story through that rather than like audio logs and flashbacks and cutscenes and shit. Yeah, yeah. Um, and so the, it turns into that kind of thing where like, there are a handful of items that are interactable. You can go and look at them and touch them and think about things and your character speaks and speaks out loud kind of, Mm -hmm. but it also is very much like PT and then it is very scary at times. Yeah. And so the intrigue around that is really cool of just like, it really doesn't give you a lot straightforward. It's just like showing you images and sort of telling you little bits and pieces and the character herself seems pretty unclear about what's going on. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that part of it's really interesting and definitely is one of the bigger things driving me forward other than just sort of the the difficulty challenge of like, I would like to beat all. this game. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. 
because I think there is something going on there. Like it seems like the story is actually sort of driving towards something, Mm -hmm. but I'm just not really sure what what. yet. Yeah. Yeah. And I would like to know what. (laughs) So yeah, I, I don't know. I, I, I'm my, my jury is still out on this one. Mm -hmm. I'm enjoying it. I'm enjoy playing it. Yeah. Like the, the shooting feels good and it is fun. And like, I like a roguelike. So on the face of it, that's, that's interesting. So cool. Yeah, that's that's sort of where I'm at. One question about it. Yeah, please. Have you used the 3D audio? I don't think so. I've played it with headphones on. I don't know if that's any different. I think it's supposed to have 3D audio if you put the headphones on or if maybe there's like a setting, but I've heard that that's a really interesting aspect of the game that you can you can utilize. Interesting. Yeah, I haven't. So like, this is definitely a game that I play on pretty low volume to begin with. Sure. Like, huge podcast video game of like, well, I just got to go kind of grind and see if I can get far. Yeah. Rather than like you know, narrative driven stuff. I'll usually mute it whenever there's like a a house scene, but other than that, I'm kind of just jamming along. Mm -hmm. Um, So yeah, I'll I'll have to plug in my my headphones and and try them. Anyway, this will all bring me to my Podtomistic thing of the week, David. Uh Let's hear it. It is everyone posting their pictures from Pokemon Snap on the internet. (laughs) Yeah. I was, this was like the part of the Pokemon Snap release that I was really looking forward to Mm -hmm. was uh, everybody on the internet being like, look at my cute Bidoof, please. Look at my Bidoofy. Um, Look at my Badoof. It's so cute. Mm-hmm. Uh, it 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 happened. I'm seeing a lot of those pictures, and it's really phenomenal. It's <laughs> a lot of Badoofs out there. There is a, a a significant amount of Badoofs on the internet, and I love it. <laughs> it's uh yeah. It's it's just it's all so cute. I love the photos. You can like edit them a little bit in the video game, and so like everybody just like putting a pair of sunglasses on a score bunny is very cool. Score uh, bunny would look good with sunglasses. Yeah, it it, it does. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, it's not, not much to say about that one, but I'm just really enjoying seeing like Twitter burn alive with, uh, with Pokemon snap yeah. pictures. Good. Um, do you have something feeling yours in the optimism, David? I do. What is it? It's good voice acting. Jesus. Yeah. Very true. Hades is so much better because of the voice acting, I think. <laughs> yeah. You know, it's not yeah. like the most important part of the game, but it really just mm-hmm. adds a quality element to it where i'm like i gotta go talk to everybody when i come back down here because they got good stuff to say yep yeah i think it just adds such a such a nice layer of immersion to any sort of game mm-hmm. as opposed to you know what was it like a uh, house of the dead 2 level <laughs> of of voice acting we were just like i am playing a video game that people clearly did not put like too much effort into <laughs> This dude did one take of every line of dialogue. Yeah. He, he recorded every single word individually and they just <laughs> they spliced stitched it together. It together. Yeah. 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 <laughs> so yeah, Hades is, is really great with all the different gods that they have and everyone has every every god has just a nice way of conveying their personality through their voice acting, which is yeah, pretty, definitely. pretty great. Like Dionysus is just like the cool bro. Hey Zach, how's it going? Yeah. Yeah. And then Ares is just like the cold, kind of angry, brooding man. I know. Yeah. Zeus is all like all confident and bombastic. Mm-hmm. It's good. And like prideful and shitty too, which yeah, I love. Yeah, like, prideful and shitty and like that same kind of I'm only acting this way because pe- I want people to praise me for it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's good. It's I, good. I, I, the, the voice acting in Hades is definitely stand out. It's odd too. Cause like, it's also melodramatic a lot of the time, which I really love. Like mm-hmm. they can be so self-serious and it still works. It's still very fun. Yeah. Yeah. I, I'm a lot of the is super giant is that the game who made hades anyway they they have a history of doing pretty good voice acting in the past like mm-hmm. bastion's voice acting was really great and like all that sort of stuff so yeah it's good definitely a monumental shift in video games has definitely been the 
the increase in quality of voice acting in the last probably 15 years. Yeah. Just yeah. people like actually taking it seriously and kind of knowing what to do around that. And just paying paying good voice actors. Yeah. You know? It, it definitely seems like it is a skill unto itself. Like just being a good actor is not necessarily good enough mm-hmm. to do a good video game voice actor because it seems like there is a lot that you have to be able to like convey without you know acting in front of somebody yeah it was it was cool did i tell you about the time i went to comic-con and i went to that panel of voice actors i don't know i don't know that you did yeah i went to a panel of just famous voice actors from like mm-hmm. cartoons and anime and video games and stuff like that yeah soldier 76 was there oh wow um, hell yeah and yeah it was just really impressive how quickly <laughs> they can switch between Turn it on <laughs> yeah switch between yeah. voices and they had like little prompts for them like oh you like do this kind of character right now mm-hmm. and they would just like all of a sudden just have a perfect voice for this type of <laughs> character that got described so yeah. there really is a, a skill a very specific skill set sure. that goes into it yeah hell yeah i agree cool <laughs> um do you want to move on to our main thing yeah let's uh jump on over let's jump on over spoilers but yes Uh, so I woke up in the middle of the night a couple of days ago. In a cold um, sweat. In a cold sweat. I had just gone back to the gym after 400 days of not working out. Uh, and my body was in open breaking. revolt. <laughs> yeah. Uh, my brain was trying to leap out of my body. Uh-huh. And uh, th- this will happen every now and then where I'll think about podcast things in the middle of the night. Really? Oftentimes I'll wake up and they're absolutely nonsensical. Like uh-huh. I'll ha- we'll have had an idea for a segment and I'm like, that's just not a thing you can do. Like, <laughs> that's not a, a human thing. Uh, wait, like, like what? Like, uh, uh, I'll be like, ooh, we should like record the sound of us playing video games and put that up as a segment or something. Oh, that sucks. It sucks, right? Like, I'll wake up and be like, that's not, <laughs> that's an awful that's not entertaining idea. at all. That's a bad idea, yeah. <laughs> I guess it's just like it's, <laughs> I'm having a brainstorm session, and so when I wake up, I get to judge all my thoughts of mm. like... You're just, your default, yeah. when, when your body is asleep, your brain's just thinking about podcast stuff. It's up in the, up in the pod lab up there. Mm. But I woke up in the middle of the night the other day, and it was like a, it had been a, a series of nice days in Seattle, and I was like, ooh, spring has sprung. Mm-hmm. And I was like, okay, spring has sprung. Sprung. Um, spring. Let me, sprung. Let me sprung, re- spring. Let me read what I uh, had said to you because it was like verbatim what I had said. Yeah. It's very pretty outside. Spring has sprung. Best springs in video games. Best jumps in video games. Top five best jumps in video games, excluding Mario. We're making a list, everybody. We're making a list this week because my fever dream led us to something that might actually be interesting. (laughs) Yeah, we're going to talk about the best jumps Mm -hmm. in video games. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. That is not Mario. It's not Mario. Yeah. No Mario is allowed because like, come on. No one cares, Mario. I get it. You jump. You jump, dude. I'm over it. Oddly enough, there is a lot of online writing about jumping as a mechanic. I I, like tried to look I tried to look into this to have something very smart to say, but it essentially boiled down to like jump good. That's (laughs) jump and make you feel good. Yeah. Um, so you know, that was that's kind of as far as I got. (laughs) Jump and make you feel good. So there's that. Uh so why don't you know, why don't we just get in there? Let's talk about our top five best jumps. 
So let's let's set some ground rules. In fact, uh, oh, okay. We don't have an order. No order. Just some just top five best jumps in no particular order. Uh huh. Jump is uh we can we can define it. If if I put something forth that you think is absolutely not a jump, then I will be put on the spot. Oh, okay. And, okay. And to come up with a new jump. All right. Sounds good. So uh, yeah, I th- I, th- I think that's pretty much it. That sounds right to me. Talk about a good jump. That's the only other rule. Talk about a good jump. Would you like to go first, David, or should I? I'll go first. Okay, go first. What's your first good, good jump? The My first good jump, some of the best jumping mechanics Okay. I've ever experienced in a game, Celeste. Oh, I almost put it on there. It's on my honorable mentions. Celeste is a good, good jump. Good yeah, jump. absolutely. What is, what's Celeste, David? What video game is this? Celeste is a side-scrolling platformer mm-hmm. video game. You play mm-hmm. as a, a young woman uh, yep. battling against depression and anxiety and a mountain and a mountain and you're climbing a mountain you're climbing a mountain and you're also defeating your your mental health issues yeah very great story but man the 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 mechanics of the game are you jump you you pretty much you jump and you you air dash that's about it you can like grab onto to walls for a hot second to to get around Mm -hmm. but you're just climbing this mountain from the base to the peak yeah and yeah the the controls are just so incredibly tight and responsive and fair but unforgiving at the same time Mm mm-hmm I guess the controls aren't unforgiving, but the game can be unforgiving if you mess yeah. up, right? Yeah. So yeah, just a very excellent, excellent use of the mechanic of jumping. Yeah. Which feels very weighty. Mm-hmm. Uh, always feels like you end up where you intend to. Yeah, just a just a solid, a solid jumping game. Yeah. And lots of solid jumps in that game. Definitely. I feel like this is uh, like a category unto itself is like good platform 2d jump Mm -hmm. and like how that can feel good or bad yeah because it like there's so much to it it's not just go up go down you know yeah yeah there's a lot there's like velocity there's like yeah how much does how much does your input while you're in the air do like your weight yeah there's a there's a lot that goes into it and they they just do it so well in celeste yeah definitely like the it's impressive that they were able to make that core of the game so good that they could really iterate on it over the course of the game and like show you different challenges that are all interesting and new mm-hmm. to the point where like you know none, none of that game felt very repetitive to me yeah no so, not at all yeah every, every every room was a new challenge yeah so hell yeah i like that one i almost put it on there mm-hmm. what about you what's your what's your first entry uh, my first entry is SSX, David, Ooh. the snowboarding video game. That is a good jump, my dude. <laughs> there is a, I'm looking at my list and there is definitely a, a theme here. I, I, it'll play sports. Out. Good big jumps good is big jumps is uh, definitely a through line. Yeah, SSX is a snowboarding video game from yesteryear where you do very big jumps. Uh, it's like an arcade snowboarding game, so you really, really get up in the air. Mm-hmm. I think uh, Tricky, especially the SSX Tricky, was like very good with this stuff because I think momentum played a lot into it. So like. If you were scoring really well, I think you ended up being able to go much faster and thereby jump much higher, thereby Mm -hmm. making you also go faster, jump higher, do more tricks, get faster, jump higher. Like it was this incredible feedback loop where you just were getting like multiple huge chunky seconds of airtime where like you couldn't see chunky seconds yeah dude that's a fat second right there just huge and i I think (laughs) i'm not sure if it was in this one or future ssx releases but like they did such a good job of like fading the music in and out while you were in the air 
And when you land it, it like snapped back on. So like while you're in the air jumping, it just feels like so high up. Yeah. Like so even far, the... so you can't even sound can't <laughs> even reach you where you are. All you can hear is like the wind of the <laughs> mountain and shit like that. Sure. Um, sure. Sure. So, oh man. Yeah. Just a big, big jump on SSX. It's a good jump. Love that jump. Mm-hmm. Um, what's your fourth one? Or your, I guess your second one. A second one. Similar. Mm. Skate. Skate. Hell yeah. The OG. Good Specifically, jump. the end of the game mm-hmm. where you do the giant oh, yeah. <laughs> jump ramp. Yep. And how fragile your character feels <laughs> when you are in the air. Yep. And then if you biff it, just come crashing down, probably breaking every single bone in your body. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was a that was a very memorable jump for that reason. It really like in Tony Hawk, you feel like you're you know Superman. You can do no wrong. Yeah, you can, you're not gonna get hurt yourself. You'll be fine. But in this game, they had ragdoll physics. Yeah, and when you hit something bad, <laughs> it, it looked, looked pretty rough, real yeah. bad. So when you're mm-hmm. in the air trying to do these tricks and then you just totally bail, it looks like your character died. <laughs> Especially if you'd made your character look like yourself, like I did. Yeah. So it, it, it did a good job at making you feel the danger of, of an event like that, you know? Yeah. Because yeah. that's really goddamn dangerous. It is quite dangerous, <laughs> yeah. Real damn dangerous. But yeah, that was a that was a fun and memorable jump. Not, yeah, not just the jumping of a character, but the literal, the actual jump mm-hmm. of the game. The yeah. jump of the game, yeah. Yeah. Love, love that interpretation. A twist on the formula. Twist on the form. The next one I wanted to bring up, mm-hmm. it's the jumping in Smash Brothers, David. Ooh, short hop. There's a lot of variability in Smash Brothers there with the is, jumping. That is a good, that is a good jump. You're right. Oh, man. Like, they feel pretty good. I don't know if we need to explain what Smash Brothers is. It's, a, it's Nintendo fighting characters. Super um, Smash Brothers Chase. Yes. Call it by its that. full name that one i guess mario is technically in this but i'll ignore him in the corner for a moment it's fine (laughs) but i feel like it would be a very easy thing to just make all the characters jump exactly the same way Mm -hmm. but like they do such a good job of like making the heavy characters feel very heavy while you're jumping yeah the tiny little quick characters like fox and shit like feel very quick like he's very heavy but he falls very quickly. Yeah. All that stuff just like, it feels so good. Mm-hmm. Not to mention like how uh, you can get very far off the map and still get back with a good jump, a well-timed jump. Good jump, good recovery jump. Yeah. Absolutely critical is the double jump, the mid-air jump in Smash Brothers, mm-hmm. which adds like an interesting meta layer to Smash 2 of like trying to get back and people trying to read when when you're going to use your single double jump. Yeah. Um, <laughs> It's all, yep. it's all very good. And yeah, just the sheer amount of characters, it's impressive that they're able to make them all feel, all their jumps feel very individual. So yeah, that's that's my that's my second one. They do a good job on that. Yeah, hell yeah. Uh, you got a third for me? I do. What is it? It's uh, rocket jumping. Mm, I had a feeling. In almost any, any game with like a bazooka or explosive, there's yeah. always good rocket jumping. I guess I'm specifically thinking about like Halo. Oh, I thought you meant a different thing. Yes, I know what you're talking about. What did you think I meant? I thought you were talking about Rocket League. Oh, no, I'm just talking about rocket jumping in general. Sure. So like the where you jump and then shoot an explosion and it gives you a little bit of a boost. A little bit of a boost. High yeah. risk, yeah, high yeah. reward. Yeah, absolutely. Always good. Good in Halo. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can do it in Overwatch with Soldier 76. You can do a little rocket jump. Yeah, that is true, isn't it? Uh-huh. Yeah. Just, I, I enjoy that in any game. Sometimes it's totally not worth it at all, and you just hurt yeah. yourself. But other yeah. times, it really gives you that little tactical advantage that you're that you're searching for. Yeah. At the cost of some of your health. 
<clears throat> it is cool, especially in Halo, where like you can get to places that you're kind of not supposed to. Yeah, um, if you rocket jump. Yeah, and the, the, I guess I think about Halo in particular with this one because it was kind of like a cheat or a bug. Mm-hmm. Like I don't think they intended for people to rocket jump in Halo. Initially, like probably not. Yeah. So it just was a kind of a cool like, ooh, look what I found out how to do, yeah, kind of thing yeah. that everybody got to do. It was cool. Yeah, it was, it was cool. A little bit of of discovery. Exactly. I think I may be wrong in this because I didn't play it a ton, but I think Quake did this as well. I think Quake like... was like the first OG <clears throat> one to do it, but I never really played Quake too much. Yeah, it was like just before my time, like mm-hmm. just a little bit before I was like actually playing on a PC. Yeah, but yeah, from what I understand, you can like blast rockets behind you to make you like fly around the level pretty quickly, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, which is great. That is very cool. I I remember in Halo 1, there was like, you could play multiplayer. And there was at some point I like set up a game with, it was a handful of people and we were all on the same team. Like you can set up your teams and we just set ourselves on the same one. Mm-hmm. Um, and the physics in Halo 1 are just bananas. So like <laughs> we would put somebody in a scorpion and just have them shoot us in the warthog. Uh-huh. And it would just promptly like spin all the way out of the map or whatever. <laughs> yeah, which was which was quite fun. A, a, a cousin of the rocket jump, but still Definitely. still very good. Yeah, hell yeah. Everything else on that one? No, that's it for that. Cool. Uh, my third one, mm-hmm. David. It's Mega Man Legends. Ooh. Yeah. So in Mega Man Legends, there's like a little bit of Metroidvania. Uh, uh, what Mega Man Legends is is a uh, 3D sort of open action adventure game where you can go down into like dungeons and get zenny and there's a story and you play as Mega Man and it's mm-hmm. legendary and it is legendary is legendary is a very good video game so the jumping was like something that could be upgraded throughout the game sort of metroidvania in the sense that like there are parts of the game that you don't realize are connected to other parts until you can do a very good jump mm-hmm. um, and at some point you get the ability to ability to just jump incredibly high which feels so good um i think like the draw distance of the playstation one made it such that like when you're jumping it feels like the world is just like rendering around you um and (laughs) so it feels like you're going very fast and very high um not to mention that like you get these like skates at some point and like you're able to augment your speed as well like through these little like upgrades that you can do Mm mm-hmm and so you can just turn yourself into like this speeding jumping machine that you're able to just like speeding vertical leap machine. like 20 to 30 feet in the air. Yeah. All right. Um, that's wild. Yeah. It's it's just so satisfying. I remember the uh-huh. the the verticality and the movement in Mega Man Legends just being like a real treat. Good stuff. I, I think Vert- I just also like that game. Verticality in any game always just adds so much to it for me. Yeah. Especially just because it, it wasn't a thing for so long and mm-hmm. like feels like any addition is like oh that's fun that's cool yeah um so yeah that's that was my my third mm-hmm. one what is your fourth best jump david fourth best jump yeah is yeah the jump mm-hmm. in mm-hmm. mario kart 64 oh wario wario stadium oh sure the one where you can just <laughs> get thunder fucked. thunder fuck anybody yeah. of your choosing if you get the thunder item yeah yeah, that's true. That's a legendary jump. A huge, risky, risky jump. True bad manners of gaming right there. Yeah, it yeah, comes really out. though. It really comes <laughs> out. Like, how desperate are you if you're in last place to to get back to your friends? You gotta be pretty desperate to, to pull that trick out. <laughs> pretty desperate. Because once you, once you break the seal, yeah. all bets are off, baby. <laughs> Open season on that. There is sort of a mutually assured destruction in there of like... If you do it, we're all going to do it. Yeah. 
We'll never we're not doing it race. yet. We have yeah. we haven't done it. But <laughs> if somebody decides to to launch the the lightning, it is a fun meta game for that map in particular. Of <laughs> yeah. like, what's going to happen here? Who's or is anyone going to do it? Am I going to yeah. be the one to do it? Is it me? I feel like you could make a whole game about that because it's literally just that map that it's on. You can do it a little bit yeah. in uh, like Peach's Cash Castle or whatever, where there's like that gigantic that jump. jump. Yeah. But if I remember correctly, you just get pulled out of the water if you fuck that. You one do up. just get pulled out of the water on the other side yeah so it's like not the worst whereas on the wario 64 you you're like, just back like <laughs> very a far whole lap essentially yeah. you're just done toast. yeah it's Unless like you get a thunder as well and then get everybody else right yeah it can be a devastating blow if mm-hmm. you're like mm-hmm. if, if it's kind of tightly packed then like you could easily go from first to last easy no no um, no no issue there at all <laughs> yeah yeah you could easily make a game about that where it's just nothing but those kinds of jumps and attacks that would be an interesting game to make <laughs> yeah also just pretty how, hard how badly do you want to screw over your friends type of game there would have to be some kind of like mechanical punishment to do it though. Uh-huh. Like how desperate do you want to get? You know, like you, you maybe you just have the lightning all the time mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and like you could fuck somebody up if you want to, but like it's going to deplete your like top speed or something. Yeah. Yeah. To the Ooh. point where if you use it too much, you are literally not going anywhere. <laughs> okay. This could be an interesting online game. Like an uh, itch.io sort of thing. Yeah. All right, Chase, it's your job to make it since you're the developer. I will do my best. <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's a good one i love that jump it's very fun uh what about you what's your number four? Fourth one is hollow knight david Ooh, oh yeah that's a good one good jump hollow knight is good not because the process of pressing a is necessarily the best but just the sheer amount of shit that you can do once you are in in the air in the air yeah like you're a pretty deadly force <laughs> when you're like up in the air in yeah. hollow knight yeah you um, are you can do so much you leap up there and suddenly you're just like striking downward at all the people <laughs> It took um, me so of, long to realize I can hop on enemies. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's so satisfying once you realize you're like, oh shit, like I can just sort of sit on top of someone and do this. Opens up so many possibilities. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's it's just a, it's a great jump and like the, yeah, the sort of like meta layer of like, I'm going to uh, continue to jump and sort of float here is just, it's very satisfying. It feels really good. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of traversal stuff in Hollow Knight that ends up feeling incredible. It's sort of like double jumping stuff, the wall jumping, the like power dragon ball z power up and boost across the map sort of mm, thing that one's so good very satisfying you just bust through like all those what is it um crystals or whatever right yeah exactly the like, yeah. crystal area of that map yeah that's good it's very good uh so yeah hollow knight good jump mm-hmm. yeah that's that's all i have to say on that one nice well, okay all right here we are final best jump this one is my number one jump chase Ooh. okay hell yeah What's your what's your number one? On the opposite end of the spectrum. Yeah. From Celeste. Ooh. That's the legend of Zelda Wind Waker Chase. Oh no. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> Never has a game made jumping oh, my God. feel so realistic as it is in real life. Just jumping a mess. is hard. It's hard to jump. <laughs> it's not an easy thing to do. Video games make it seem like it's easy. <laughs> You'll likely be inhibited. Your progress will be inhibited by you You'll jumping. You'll probably fall down yeah. one time, two times, 20 oh. times. You know how it is. I can't believe you brought this one, David. <laughs> You've cursed me with this number one jump. Uh, for anybody who doesn't know, I had a very difficult time playing yeah. The Legend of Zelda Wind Waker, especially with the jumps. And I witnessed nearly every moment of it. I watched you play Wind Waker For some reason, my brain does not work in the way that Shigeru Miyamoto intends intends it to work 
as far as yeah. jumping is considered in these early Zelda games. It's like it's, you essentially will like just be walking along, and then if you hit a, a ledge or something, Link yeah, just yeet, yeets off. Yeah, once you just push, once you walk over a ledge, it'll just automatically go into the jumping animation. But there's something about the walking just towards the ledge. I just, I don't, I don't know. I just freak out at the last second and just <sighs> go in the wrong direction. You've seen this. You've seen this multiple times. It is befuddling. It's a very confusing situation whenever I see it because you have played video games, David. I know you know how to do it. And just sometimes I'll be watching and I'm like, the the road goes right. And you say, nay, I will go to the left and jump off of of uh, uh whatever it is roost peak or whatever it's a, is a... oh yeah dragon roost dragon, dragon roost isle isle yeah exactly Island? you yeah. i think so you have to get up pretty high all the fucking cool dragon roost music is playing uh-huh. and then ah and you just jump right and then off. like all the music dies down and you're back by the boat <laughs> just the fucking just like, all right time to go again hey that one in particular was really difficult and there was the the moment <sighs> where i had to escape the lava and it was like literally i died I almost escaped. There was like half a second left. Mm-hmm. And then I, I just whiffed a jump and it was over. <laughs> yeah, that sounds Very correct. Specifically, Eric was there and he's just like, what? What <laughs> happened? She's just, he was like totally just so confused. It's like, how, why did you do that? I'm like, I don't know. I don't know why I did it. <laughs> I did it though. My body compelled me. My, my body compelled me. I'm actually possessed by an anti-Zelda ghost. It's just what happens all of a sudden. <laughs> can't go in the right direction <laughs> yeah. so that's my that's my number one jump, <sighs> number one jump wow chase. i would like to go back to a few minutes ago when i didn't know that that was your number one jump <laughs> my god i had a lot of fun with it yeah I had a lot of fun with it and i'm happy for you about it that was a, it was a good time nodding I'm going to nod <laughs> as an answer <laughs> resigned nodding from chase over there okay my my number one jump uh i don't have a good a good joke <laughs> sure um but uh, my number one jump is Crackdown, David. Oh. I think this might actually be my number one jump. That's a good jump. That is a good jump. It feels very good. You really feel like a super soldier. Can you describe Crackdown to me? I can describe Crackdown to you. It is a, uh, I guess, open world sort of adventure thing. You're like us. <laughs> You're sort of a like super, super soldier, soldier cop. cop, which feels bad <laughs> saying it out loud now yeah probably not but, the best game for nowadays no but at the time i thought it was fun but uh you can jump very high you're very strong and like you've got very good car driving skills i think it's the other skill you have mm-hmm. so there's that but i think the the main mechanical hook that i'm talking about here is that in the game there are a bunch of little orbs that you can collect chase loves those collect-a-thongs I do collect a thong. I mispronounced that one at the very end there. I apologize, everybody. Collect a thons, thons, thons. That was the double G and T getting to me. (laughs) So there are these orbs that you can collect, which slowly but surely upgrade your ability to do any of the things in the game. So if you collect, I think it's a bunch of red ones, you get stronger and you can lift bigger shit. Mm -hmm. Uh, I think if in the car, I don't remember exactly what that is. You may just be able to like control it easier or go faster. You can do like, you can do like more boosts or something like that. Yeah, I think think that's correct. But the best of them are the jumping orbs, which allow you to jump higher and faster and farther 
and farther. Eventually, you are just like leaping over buildings. Yeah, it's pretty good. So, so satisfying. Especially because like, I think there was a thing where if you held the jump button, that like increased your ability to actually get higher. Yeah. So you could just do like a little hop. Mm-hmm. But um, if you like, there's just, I always loved holding it as long as I could and just like yeeting in the air like 200 feet. You really get high. Um, you really oh my get high. God, unbelievable vertical leap. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, yeah, it's it was like such a fun uh, mechanic to like make you feel absolutely like a superhuman person who's able to just like jump over buildings mm-hmm. um felt like a faster uh version of the incredible hulk or something like that yeah faster version of the incredible hulk a, a, a more powerful version of like a spider-man jump yeah you yeah know, just yeah you were real jumpy boy real real jumpy boy it was good stuff i enjoy that game reminds mm-hmm. me a lot now that we're talking about it of like um was it prototype do you remember that game i do i never played prototype yeah it was okay but like similar sort of thing of they empowered you to jump very hard mm-hmm. like the traversability there was a couple of years there where traversability was a big deal in video games it was yeah like movement in, in <laughs> yeah. space i think it like it was kind of the almost hangover of all those open world games yeah and they were like maybe we can just like go up and that's a good game too Mm. and like sometimes it was but there was a lot of stuff like that like the prototype games cracked down they had an incredible hulk game they did ultimate destruction or something like that that was pretty good it was pretty good that was a fun game we should maybe do that on good games sometime yeah that's probably pretty relevant actually yeah but yeah weird weird that like jumping good was (laughs) was part of it or like building climbing it's one of those things where it's just like they just had to explore going higher Mm -hmm. in a certain direction with varied degrees of success but when it hit it hit real good it did hit real good. Anyway, so those are our best jumps. If we totally miss something, let us know. I want to hear somebody else's best jump. Yeah, what are you, what are you, what's your best jump? If you're like actually in Metal Gear, you can cheat and make David Hayter jump over Shadow Moses and just go straight to fighting uh, Metal Rex, Metal not, Gear Rex. Not Solid Snake, but David Hayter himself. Yeah, he comes out He's of the, the screen and says, it's time to jump Metal Gear good jump good jump <laughs> that's that's all he says and then the game's over <laughs> just winks at the camera winks at the camera good jump then you never see him again i need to get a uh, cameo of david Hayter saying good jump anyway yep that's all Hey everybody, we're on Twitter. We are. Our handle is at Potimism. Yes, it is. Send us a tweet. Let us know what you think. Yes. What's your favorite jump, your best jump? Maybe send us a video of just you jumping. Oh, yeah. Maybe uh, tell us why you think that I have such a problem jumping in Legend of Zelda games. I'm curious to hear any answers or explanations, or if anybody else also shares this. Yeah, can you can you analyze why David's psyche has brought him to this place? <laughs> what about his brain? What is going on here? What what <laughs> is stopping me from being able to do this? Yeah, you can do that. We have a Gmail at vgpontimism at gmail dot com. If you're do a have one of those old fashioned, send us a, send us an email. Uh, if you know us, if you have our personal telephone numbers, which send us a, a lot text. of you do, yeah, send yeah. us a text. Send us a Discord or a chime or or chime uh, or a Slack, a Slack, a WhatsApp, whatever, whatever floats you. But a Facebook message. Whoa, who even does those Whoa. anymore? But it's just Mark. It's just it's just Mark in there. <laughs> <laughs> 
Every Facebook message is actually Mark Zuckerberg. <laughs> There's never been a candid one ever. And if you really want to help us out, mm-hmm. you could leave us a review. Yeah. Let us know what you think. How can we how can we improve? What do we do well already? What do you think of our outros? So whatever whatever <laughs> app you use, go on there, review us. It really helps us out and we thank you. It does. Yeah. And I would like to say Yes. Thanks for thanks for listening. Wow. Thanks great. for being here. We appreciate you more than you know. I second that sentiment mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. it feels good um, it feels, feels good baby feels good and it feels so good was that a song yeah which one so i know for future reference when i put it behind you i want to say it's like a john mellencamp song maybe i'm totally wrong it goes mm. <laughs> I have no idea what any of the other words are. Wait, hold on. Mallory has... Huh? It's Hurt So Good? It's Hurt So Good. I do know that song. (laughs) I totally just sung it wrong, but... That's all right. Artistic license. Yeah, definitely. Thank you for listening. We appreciate you being here um, because it's a real joy to make this thing. Thanks for spending your ear minutes with us this week. Yeah, thank you. Uh, do you have any video game wisdom chase i do there are times when you're going to try and jump over an obstacle Mm. and you are going to miss you may fall and hit Mm. yourself in the face Mm. you may just not even clear the jump you may not get past it at all Uh or maybe you just time it incorrectly and you don't even you don't even get close that's gonna happen but i think if you collect enough jump green balls and increase your vertical leap then you will be able to clear a building mm. emotionally. Emotional buildings. Okay. Emo- you are going to be able to jump over the emotional buildings in your life. Whoa. Okay. I got good. And um, yeah, just like bring your emotional demons to justice. Yeah. Drag them out into the sunlight and be like, hey, just because I get weird in big groups of people doesn't mean that you get to control me, weird emotional demon. There, there you go. There you go. Great. You tell that uh, that weirdness who's boss. Yeah. And here's where we do a joke to end on. Yeah. How about? How about? Um. How about? How about? <laughs> how about? <laughs> it's Jerry Seinfeld. My Jerry Seinfeld impersonation gets worse every time. <laughs> oh god it's uh, we have to figure out a better outro like every week i'm like okay we get really serious and really good with gaming wisdom okay now be funny be funny now we be funny be funny be movie jerry seinfeld the old one jerry seinfeld um french onion larry uh here's all the things from our um uh i'm panicking i'm just throwing out old memes oh my god and good night everyone see everybody